Speaking of, Slee, are you a cat guy? Do you have a, is there like a little Felix or roaming around Casa de Slee? Nah, nothing. No. Nothing. Good. Dog, one dog is plenty. Yeah, you got the little puppy. And that, that, that yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad there's no cat because that would have been pretty much the end of our relationship. Had have you ever been, been? I've never been a cat guy. No, we've never been a cat family. I had a dog as a kid. Loved the dog, but uh, I, I'm the mean what dad. Do you, what do you got against cats, Travis? They, they, why, yeah, why Travis, have what do you against? What, but what do you what do you have against cats? Like, there's a whole cat community out there. I, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm part of it like, too. I got a Tony Gonson. Oh, Funch, come on. So, what do you get from your, your cat? The cat comes and you feed it. Yeah, that's it about goes it. To the ba- it goes to the bathroom in a box in your house. That's about and, it. Yeah, and then it leaves. Yeah, that's, that's all about you, it. Like yeah. the dog, you, you play with the dog. The dog sits next to you. You get to pet it. It's fun. Dog, dog is incredibly excited to see you come Bunches home. Just takes it his jumps cat up and out down. to the park, and he throws ball. <laughs> he throws balls out there. The cat just yeah, I, I, I would love to walk my cat if I could. You you can take your dog for a walk. You can get a little exercise. The cat just looks at you with disdain and says, "Clean up my mess yeah. and feed me." You there? There's there's no there, there's no reciprocity in a relationship with a cat. A dog, a dog loves you. Like I see, I've never seen your dog. I don't know anything yeah. about your dog, but here's what I know to be a hundred percent certain: that dog loves you. It loves you. It has an emotional connection with you. And Funch, let me tell you this: all you are to that cat is the guy that opens the food. That's it. There is no emotional connection beyond that. That's why. well. There goes uh, every cat listener that we had. <laughs> yeah, they're one cat listener. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, well, Travis. That's that fine. Uh, we, community. We're taking. Travis is taking out. Anybody who listens, Travis is finding a way to say. <laughs> if you own a <laughs> ferret, gone. Travis They're hates gone. you too. Fair, no, ferret, ferret, fair. Well, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. I need to know more about you. I need to know why. How about a you fish? felt that a ferret was? Well, a somebody good has a fish tank. What do you think? I of love that? fish tanks. Very soothing. Very peaceful. <laughs> very pretty. I like a fish tank. Cats, get out of here. I can right. see you having a boa constrictor. <laughs> no, around Snake his neck, guys. walking around Venice. Oh, snake, <laughs> snake guy, and bird on the shoulder guy are troublesome. Those, those are guys I try to avoid. I don't need. Hey, why are you always staring at my bird? I don't know because you're walking down the street with a bird on your shoulder. That's pretty weird. Sorry. Do you see a falcon perched on my neck? No, because I'm just walking to get a cup of coffee. I'm not walking around like I'm, I'm you know, Doctor Doolittle with birds and Snow White landing on my shoulder. <laughs> I don't understand. It's very, very strange. So Travis, Travis, there's very specific animals that he's into and other animals that he's Well, into. there's the right animals and there's the wrong animals, yeah. and I just prefer the right ones. This is from Torch Anderson. Is Slee a brings his own pool cue to the bar guy? Hashtag ask Slee. <laughs> That's a great you, question. I wish, I wish I was. Like, I wish I had that case, you know, where – and it's in two pieces, and you're putting it together. And you're Screw kind of, it together. But you're not That's looking little... at anybody you're going to play. You're just looking at, you know, you're kind of measuring the pool table and got your own chalk that you're bringing. I wish I was that guy. It, so I had a brief flirtation where I really enjoyed playing pool, where I was playing a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I don't want to say I got good at it because I was never good like guys that are really good at it. Work. You made 60 I, grand that week. <laughs> I, I I could make the shots you're supposed to make. That's how good I got. Okay. Yeah. And I briefly considered, you know what? I should get my own cue. And then I realized, wait, you're gonna be that guy that walks in here with the little case. And I just I couldn't pull the trigger because of the case. I couldn't do it. I uh I, I, do you bowl at all? I was in a league. Okay, so you have your own bowling ball, the whole I do. the whole thing. Yeah. Look, that's that's 
There's next levels to certain things. There's another thing that the bowling I don't actually care about, but the fact that you have like an area of your home where you have bowling shoes and a bowling ball and everything else and the glove and all that, that's – it's that's, next to the box with all the prom dresses and uh, Christmas lights. <laughs> it's in another and one. The sombreros. The, the, the sombreros. Absolutely. One more quick one here. Who's worse at pickup basketball? Defense guy or that's a foul guy? <laughs> Hashtag Ashley. Both pretty bad guys. Defense guy or that's a foul. That's a foul guy is the worst at the gym. Yeah. That's the worst. That's the yeah. foul guy. Um, there's always one of those, and that never leaves you. Like, if you're the guy that always calls a foul, like, people start looking at each other. We got this guy, this guy that's going to call <laughs> foul. What's next? Three seconds in the key? Yeah. <laughs> no, just play. Just make your yeah, shots just or miss play. your shots. Just keep it playing. All right, so we got four teams left. It feels like Atlanta has probably hit the end of their line. They're probably on their way out, especially with Trey Young having a bum ankle now. By yeah. the way, how about that, spraining your ankle on the referee? Don't you want to be mad at the ref? But I'm like, well, what, what are you going to do? But, like, I want to be mad at the ref. Yeah, I want to I tell the referee, ref, what do you do? You're too close to him. Move the hell back. Can you get closer to half court? Can, can I – Can I? this brings up something. You're, you're right. You're right. Because you got – look, you got ten guys on the court. Yep. They're all 6'10", right? They're yep. all incredible athletes. They move like lightning. And you're asking three guys to keep their eye on ten guys and get these games right and, and know where you are and all these things. Sure. It's an impossible job. It, it is an impossible job. And, yeah, it was one of those things like, look the hell out, but it was an accident. You know, mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Here's my question for this. If we have three guys mm-hmm. to officiate ten guys on a court that size, an NBA court, why is there one soccer referee on a field that's four times the size of a basketball court and you've got 22 players – that you need to keep your eye on. And we got one guy. Don't give me – well, the ARs can call fouls. They never do. They never do. We have one guy to officiate a sport with 22 people on a field that's twi- that's bigger than an NFL football field. If Why? you're asking me to answer that question, yeah, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy. I've never I, understood I don't have it. an answer to that. Because you could put two more referees on a basketball court. You're still not going to see everything. Let's just have one. It's fine. We'll just it's the most popular sport in the world we'll just have one it's it's good enough and and all the action takes place behind him and we'll just pretend we didn't see anything all right so two teams left in the east two teams left in the west let's stay in the west let's just start with this premise the lakers or blank going into next season and i understand that there's a lot of moving parts this is what we're going to presuppose everybody's healthy on every team Okay, everybody is healthy on every team, but we haven't done free agency. We haven't done the draft. So nobody has changed their team through those two meets. Let's start at the top. Going into next season, are the Lakers in a better spot than the Suns? Do the Lakers have a better jumping off spot than the Phoenix Suns, who will probably be the Western Conference champions? So I want to go back to something because a couple rounds ago, or actually in the second round, you said that as the – Playoffs were progressing, and Utah was taking on the Clippers, and the Suns were going at it against Denver. You said that you were starting to feel better about the Lakers as the playoffs were progressing. That mm-hmm. basically nothing was unfolding that you thought this is going to be an issue next year for the Lakers. So now we're in the Western Conference Finals. Suns one game away. You use Phoenix as the example. Okay, so is, is your question, would you rather be the Lakers or the Suns going into next season? Is, is yes. that the question? That's the question. I, I, you know, I, I really don't even hesitate on this. Trav, you know you're talking about 
with the Dodgers and it's the health. Yeah, okay, I know they're this many games below 500 against good teams. I get that. But can yep. I see them when they're playing good teams? Mm-hmm. I've seen – or I'm sorry, can I, can I see them when they're healthy playing good teams? I've seen the Lakers when they're healthy playing good teams. And we'll use that series against the Phoenix Suns. Give Phoenix credit. Phoenix has – you know, they've been opportunistic. You had Anthony Davis out. Uh, in that first round for them. Jamal Murray out in the second round for them. Kawhi Leonard out in the third round. Well, what do you want them to do? Say sorry? This is part of sports? You go try to get to the NBA Finals. I don't even hesitate. I'd rather be the Lakers than the Phoenix Suns. I I, I don't either. I mean, because, look, we know that this is a star league, and LeBron and AD is going to trump just about everybody. It trumps Devin Booker and Chris Paul. It probably trumps Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. It's close. It's closer than it's been in a while. But I think you're right. So let's go to the next team. Kawhi Leonard is healthy. Paul George is healthy. They're bringing these guys back. They have playoff experience now. They've been to the Western Conference Finals yeah. for the first time ever. Who knows? Maybe they get to the NBA Finals. I do not think that series is over. Lakers or Clippers? And I still think the answer is the Lakers. I think this one gets more complicated. I think that's the one team that I would hesitate for um, that the Lakers would match up against in the Western Conference. Clippers are a good team, Trev. And I think it, I think there's benefits to them playing without Kawhi that all these other guys are kind of starting to click, that once Kawhi does come back, and it doesn't look like it's going to obviously be this series, let's say next year, and this is assuming Kawhi re-signs with the Los Angeles Clippers. No, Clippers, that's a problem, right? Like, And, and that's a legitimate good problem for the Clippers because they have now got to the Western Conference. Okay, I know that stuff might not mean that much. But I think it's safe to say if the Clippers had Kawhi Leonard – and there's, these were the final four teams left, Clippers are probably winning an NBA championship, right? Like, wouldn't you say between these four teams left? No, So I, I, I think You don't think they're beating Milwaukee? I, I, I don't think any of these teams have a distinct advantage over any of the others. I, I really don't. It felt like with, with these four teams, they were all pretty much on equal footing. I, I get that Kawhi is a game changer, but look, we've seen Kawhi was a you part of that team that you think it's 3-1. You think it's 3-1 Suns right now if Kawhi is healthy? I don't know is my answer. It, my, my point is I can't say def- – let, let I'll tell you it's not. Question with it's question. 3-1 Clippers if Kawhi's healthy. Well, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear Hotline. I'm going to tell you why I don't believe that's true, why I think that there's a, a, a flaw in the logic that you're using to say that they would be in a different spot with Kawhi Leonard here. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What part was not right? Funch, am I wrong? I got nine. You're wrong, tweets. and I, I have nine... I have dogs too, Travis. So we're, I'm Good. a both person. I like. I got dogs. nine tweets from cat owners that said I will never listen to this show ever again after what <laughs> yeah, Travis said. Okay. Was, was Tony Gonsolin one of them? Tony Gonsolin's uh, the cat man. Let he me uh, actually. This is kind of pretty close here. John Gossie uh, okay. on Twitter. Yeah, maybe it's his alias. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not too far off. Yeah. Uh, John Guy says Travis in a bowling league uh, shots yeah. for everyone. He gets a little excited here that you're in a bowling league. Um, yeah. Chad Kramer talks about the foul guy is bad, but when he's the guy who goes and one, you ever had one of those guys? 
We're playing. We're not taking free throws, guys. Why are you saying and one when we're playing in pickup basketball? He won. And one. Channeling Marv Albert, right? You kind of have to look at the guy, too. Like, what do you mean and one? What do you mean? It's either a foul or it's not. You don't hit the bucket and get a free throw. (laughs) Let me tell you something very quickly about a bowling league. Let me let me let me back up a little bit further than that. We've all been bowling, right? All of us. Everybody listening to me right now took has a gone bowling, bowling class at it, San Diego State University. <laughs> yeah, I know that's a class. That's awesome. I love that. Yep. I love that. Has anybody ever gone bowling and when they were done, go? Well, that sucked. Never. It's always fun. It's always fun. You go. You have a couple of beers. Maybe you have something to eat. You get a pizza or a hot dog or whatever it is, and you hang out with people you like. Maybe it's with your kids. And, and you get to, there's a game to play. There's TVs. Yeah, there's music. BS. This Has anyone ever not had fun bowling? Funches never. Taylor. Funches Taylor. We had this happen last week. We have it happening again right now. What? Last week, Travis said he would not have those new hot dogs if we grilled him a couple of those hot dogs. That was a complete lie. Now we have <laughs> Travis lying about it's complete fun. Bro, it is. if you have golf shoes and you have a bowling – or golf shoes. If you have bowling say, that shoes. That would ruin the alleys. You don't want to do that. If you have bowling shoes and a bowling mm-hmm. ball, you're not coming in there trying to have fun. Like, yes, you, I you am. have – you are paying as much attention as everybody else. You're blowing on your fingers beforehand. <laughs> no, you got to use the little fan over the yeah, balls, right? You, you got to hold them right there. That is there, but rosin. you have like a different strategy. You're staring the dude at the league. The, you know, you're, you're giving thing. a little a pep talk with everybody else here. You know who you are? You're the Jesus from the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Not Jesus, Jesus. Oh, man. No, I'm. so my wife and I, right after we got married, this was like in 1998, we joined a bowling league. You proposed league. at the bowling league. <laughs> we, we, we had the – they lowered the pins down, and on the top of the pin was a little ring. Travis, were said, you ever in a bowling league? Yes. Yeah. He's already answered no. that one. And, he already answered so that one, Funches. We went into the bowling league, mm-hmm. and we had the best time ever. We did another one of our friends. We had no kids. They didn't have any kids. And we went in. We did oh, any of the people in the league. It Definitely. was awesome. I highly recommend Every it. Thursday night at 8 o'clock, right? What? It was Wednesdays, but it was at 8 o'clock, yeah, in Arcadia, right there at that old creepy bowling alley at the south end of, what is that, Las Tunas or something like that? Well, there goes that. What was your uh, team name? There goes that was the team name? advertiser. Oh, it's long gone. Oh, w- w- uh, Strike Force. We were Strike Force, Funch. And then we went to the, se- we went to the season-ending tournament in Vegas. It was great. You hear it was, that? It was, it was awesome. Strike Force. Yeah, we had T-shirts. We didn't have, like, the cool button-up bowling shirts, but we had T-shirts that said Strike Force on the back. You know what would have been awesome? If you guys all wore tank tops. That was your signature move. Only tank tops. I wish you would have been around. But it's, still, hey, but it's still buttoned up. Like, it was still the bowling shirts, but it was <laughs> <laughs> just cut off. It just cut off bowling shirts. It's like a, a button-up T. Oh, Slee, you, that's a million-dollar idea. Yeah, Keep that one to yourself. Bad. That is fantastic. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Cars, homes, boats motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. All right, so, Slee, you, you firmly believe that the Clippers would be into the NBA Finals and favorites to win the NBA championship with Kawhi Leonard right now. You know, uh, let me tell you why I say that. And I know they've had success without Kawhi, but mm-hmm. the games that they've lost, this is what's happened. They don't have a closer, Trev. They don't yep. have somebody that you can just throw the ball to and get you that bucket. They don't have somebody that they can go to and say, I, I heard yesterday in the broadcast, or it was on Saturday, they were talking about how the – both teams were struggling so bad to score in that fourth quarter. And I forgot it was. Maybe it was Van Gundy. Maybe it was Mark Jackson. One of the two said, this is what's missed in today's game, is having that guy you could just throw the ball to down in the post, and he'll get you a couple of buckets to get you back on track. 
I know the big man is lost, but Kawhi Leonard is that guy. So to answer your question, very no question about it in my mind. I don't think this is much of a series if Kawhi Leonard is playing. Clippers have played even better, uh, played better than we thought they would play. You add Kawhi Leonard to the mix. so to, to, And this is coming to us trying to figure out what teams are the biggest challenge next year for the Lakers. Yeah, so with, with that in mind, and I agree with you, having him out there is a game changer to a point of we know who the ball is going to go to at the end of the game. You know, what, what was it? The Suns and the Clippers combined to miss, I want to say it was 17 shots in a row in the fourth quarter. Right, literally, they nobody could make a basket, which felt felt like forever. Kawhi is going to be a part of that. He's going to get the ball in the basket. I, I I agree with you. The Clippers have struggled with Kawhi Leonard at points too. The Clippers have looked good with Kawhi Leonard. Paul George sure. looks better without him than with him. That he probably goes back in that other role. the The point is not that the Clippers wouldn't have a better chance. I think that they clearly would. He's Kawhi Leonard. It's he's one of the best players in the league. But we've seen the Clippers look bad with him. We've seen these other teams find ways to win games. I didn't think Milwaukee was going to get by Brooklyn, even if it was just Kevin Durant and a you know a, a percentage of James Harden. Yet here they are. Giannis and Chris Middleton look like they've figured something out all of a sudden. I do think that the Hawks, especially now with Trey Young turning his ankle, are kind of the, the fourth out of the four teams. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I've seen the Clippers do too many crazy things with all of their players that don't get it done that I don't think that Kawhi just automatically puts them over the top. I think it makes them a more likely pick, but those other three teams, Phoenix, the Clippers, and the Bucks, they all feel like they can win it right now. All right, let, let me kind of compare. So we said Lakers-Suns, you didn't hesitate, you said Lakers. Mm-hmm. Lakers-Clippers, you didn't hesitate, I hesitated and said, think that's a, a really, really good matchup next year, okay? Mm-hmm. How about Clipper or how about Lakers Nuggets? Denver. Yeah. Um, again, until I see the Nuggets give the Lakers a hard time when it yeah. really matters, mm-hmm. I'm still going to be skeptical. Look, I know Jamal Murray's the real deal. Jokic is the MVP. Give me a break, but he won an MVP. I know that they've got Michael Porter Jr., who is becoming a star in the league. Give me LeBron and AD. Against I'm with those you. Guys, I'm still with I, you. I'm, I'm still with you on that one. Even though I think Denver. That team in the next couple of years, that's a problem in the Western Conference. Okay, how about Lakers-Jazz? The, the Jazz couldn't get by the Clippers without their Easy best one. player. Easy yeah. one, right? Okay, how about Lakers-Philly? No, dude, come on, stop. Another easy one. <laughs> yeah. How about Lakers-Nets? How about Lakers Nets? That's the one that gives me pause. Now, here, here's, the, here's the catch. Clippers should here's give you catch. some more pause, too. I, 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 I wouldn't I, – I wouldn't – I, I agree that then. Nets should give you the most pause, but I think Clippers are, yeah, they'll they'll be set up next season. Look, if if they if they lose tonight, they've gotten somewhere they've never gone before. I think they can hang their hat on a successful season, all things being considered. Mm-hmm. But until I see them beat some guys that they're supposed to beat with the guys that they're supposed to have, I'm going to wait on them. Kevin Durant is terrifying. James Harden is not Kevin Durant, but he's a really scary guy when he gets it going. Sure. The Kyrie piece is the one that makes that interesting to me because if it's James Harden and Kevin Durant against LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that feels almost like a draw, right? Mm-hmm. That feels like it's a really sure. even match. Sure. It's the, the, the Kyrie piece. If Kyrie is present and accounted for, it's the Nets. If he's Kyrie, which means God only knows what he's up to at any given time. God only knows if he's in the right headspace. God only knows if he's healthy. God only knows if he feels like playing. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That's the that's the tipping point. If you he's know, not there, give me LeBron because he's LeBron. If not, I think it goes Brooklyn. You know, Trav, what's fascinating about next season, I know we're still sitting here in this year, there are going to be so many teams where you can only win a championship or it's an unsuccessful season. Well, you're only yeah. giving out one championship. So it, it is going to be – that'll be fascinating next year when we get to that point. But I, I see your – I see your confidence growing watching these playoffs because really what it means is – and by the way, Brooklyn's confidence is growing. Mm-hmm. Clippers' confidence – I mean, there's a lot of teams I think their confidence is growing because it's so open this year to win a championship. Next year is going to be open too. All right. It's still going on, and still no one is giving it nearly enough credit. I'll explain next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This is a mm. new one, I think. Yeah, it's a new one. I was never I like a fan it. of this guy. <laughs> too commercial? Too, too mainstream. <laughs> when he made it, like his first album, but by the time he got to his third album, he got picked up by Capitol Records. And <laughs> once he got picked up by Capitol Records, I don't know, just in my mind, I'm like, he's just not as authentic as he used to be. You could tell it's all about the money. You, listen to his voice right here. <laughs> too commercial. He sold out. All about the money. <clears throat> Some Clearly. on a Visa commercial. <laughs> all right, so people are very by excited the way, just about Just real quick, if yeah. Chris thinks – we have the ability to keep that thing going. Every time I'm done, I'm like, I have no more material for the Serbian music at 1030. What, what, what do we think. do here? That's what you think. There's always more material. Never, ever give up. And never, ever let Chris know that you don't like something or it's never going away. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance and guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here's our pal Francis again. Um, now it says, now imagine Strike Force arriving at that tournament in Vegas with the <laughs> NBA on ESPN Music, Trav with his bowling bag in one hand and a pregame hoagie in the other. <laughs> That's what's great, right? What other sport can you have a hoagie and a beer while you're competing and it doesn't affect performance at all? Sir, what's better mayonnaise, mayonnaise is dripping as you're walking. Can you please put the sandwich away? Can you please just put the sandwich away? Here's a new name. I love this. Love new names. It's from Chad Kramer. And Chad writes, 100% true. My years from 23 to 26, I was in a bowling league at Gable House in Torrance. And those end-of-season Vegas trips were epic because they were at the Golden Nugget so you could just hang out and not care. Those Vegas trips at the end were incredible. Because, first of all, especially if you're in your early 20s, you're the youngest person at that tournament by roughly 146 years. Yeah. That you're in there yeah. and you can just run the place. It is it it's fantastic. I, I and, highly and, recommend it. And we it. all know, you know, if you're trying to pick up the ladies, chicks love bowlers. You know, that's just like that's mostly because of there. the fitness. <laughs> mostly it's the it's the high level of fitness that attracts them to uh to bowlers. Athletes. Right? Uh you know, some people understand it, some people don't. Uh athletes. Dave and San Clemente. Anyone care to guess the color of Strike Force team jerseys? They were blue, Dave. Dave's fast. And by the oh, way, oh, I thought they would be like uh, I don't know. I saw like a a red and an orange and a black, like things along those lines. No, Strike Force, blue, blue with it. It had a little red X right in the middle of the chest, and then on the back it said Strike Force. 
Did you throw up an X every time you did a like a strike or something? <laughs> I should. Right? I know you did. I, I know like, you did. Like uh, Black yeah, Panther, he definitely right? Definitely was. <laughs> like, Just out of nowhere, he going like this. <laughs> Just throw up a strike. The crowd would go crazy. And not even that. So like before he would throw the ball down a down a. Yeah, well, no, it's halfway down, down the lane. Yeah. and you throw it up because you know He's it's calling. It's right calling the, the shot. It's, it's right the in the equivalent. Pocket. It's the equivalent of somebody in a pickup game shooting a three, and when the ball's in the air. Just yelling cash, and they start running back down the other way. That's, do the Travis. That's Travis on a bowling alley. That's right. So you guys are starting to get the whole picture. All right. Um, it happened again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what I'm talking about is Shohei Otani hit his 25th home run of the year. Okay. Not only did he hit his 25th home run of the year, he also tripled and he also doubled. He had three hits. He scored three runs. He drove in three and he hit his 25th home run of the year. We really, really need to stop and appreciate what it is that we're seeing. Because if I hear one more person say, oh, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. for the Blue Jays is having a great season too, and he's got 25 home runs. And it's like, okay, fine. Vlad Guerrero Guerrero Jr. is a great player. Do you also compare him to Jacob deGrom? Because you can compare Otani to Jacob deGrom. Hmm. Hey, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit three home runs this weekend. Otani, you know, Otani's got to keep up. Okay, yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. is an amazing, amazing ball player. Amazing. Is he the best pitcher on his team, too? Because Otani is. Is he striking out eight guys every time he goes to the mound? Because Otani is. Is Otani going to be the guy that does something that we've literally never seen before? He's going to hit 35, 45, 50 home runs and be the best pitcher on his team and strike out 150 guys? Anybody else going to do that? Can we please stop? with anybody else's name being mentioned as a potential American League Most Valuable Player, Hmm. this man is doing things that we've never seen, ever, ever. And we're still pretending like, eh, you know, Guerrero's pretty good. He's having a pretty – yes, he is. He's not the best pitcher on his team. We have to stop, Slee. How do you have a stat line that says you have 25 home runs, 59 RBIs, and a 2.58 ERA? Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? How's that all in the same stat line in 11 starts? And, you know, it is uh, – and this is this is a great time to talk about it, not that he just hit his 25th home run. And I know there's, there's plenty of times that we should bring up Otani, and we have people on Twitter hit us and just kind of keep us posted. Hey, well, by the way, John Otani, Fullerton, really just one guy, but – yeah, By the way, Otani, another uh, home run, whatever the case is. But Angels start a three-game set in New York, and they start today. And he mm-hmm. has a start coming up on Wednesday where he's mm-hmm. supposed to be pitching. So this is what I think makes this kind of fascinating. And I don't know if these games are going to be on ESPN or they're on MLB Network. I don't know. I have no idea. At least Wednesday's game should, and we'll see what eventually happens. But he will be going to, obviously, such an incredible market. When you when you think of top markets, you think of top franchises. Obviously, you think of the Dodgers, you think of the Yankees, you think of the Red Sox, you think of the Cubbies. Certain teams Cards. that it's synonymous with. Um, Trav, you said this that he needs to go to a bigger market. He He's needs to, to be somewhere. Team. Okay, that's the right answer. Yeah, because I, I think sometimes when we say a bigger market, I think that means that you can only have success in a bigger market. The problem is he's playing for a team that has been irrelevant for a long time, and like you've mentioned before, and they've had the best player in baseball for how many years now? Almost 10. So it comes down to the team that you're playing with, in my opinion, more than the market that they're in. Because if he was on one of the last teams you mentioned there, you know, great franchises, you mentioned the Cardinals, right, St. Mm-hmm. Louis? If he was on the Cardinals and St. Louis is making a World Series run, 
He's going to get the pub. He's going to get the love. He's going to get the publicity. Now, is he going to get it more than if he's in New York or in Boston or L.A.? Probably not, but he would still get that publicity. Yeah, because, I mean, he's in L.A. kind of. I know it's Orange sure. County, but it's it's a, it's the number two media market in the country. It's here, Here's the problem that's, that just kind of bums me out, just, just from a pure baseball fan standpoint. His accomplishments kind of get dropped in at the end of whatever conversation we're talking about. Right, that that it's oh Shohei Otani had his twenty fifth home run today, and they just kind of keep it moving. It's at the end of Sports Center. It's at the end of a of a talk radio show like we're doing. By the way, we're at the end of our show and we're bringing it up. And it's because the team is not very good. Teams under five hundred again. There's nothing to talk about. Right, you can only talk about individual. You can't talk about the squad. They're comfortably behind in the wild card race. Not impossible, but they're they're way behind in that wild card race. And instead of saying Shohei Otani is keeping this team in it. Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to put the Padres in the playoffs. Jacob, The Mets aren't very good. Jacob deGrom is going to pitch them into the postseason, right? Vladimir Guerrero's team has a much better chance of going to the postseason in, in Toronto than the Angels do. And, I mean, like you said it a minute ago, this is a team that's had Mike Trout for going on 10 years. They've never won a playoff game. They have the most extraordinary talent that anybody has ever seen as a two-way player. And it's kind of a oh yeah that that yeah Otani wow he's doing some cool stuff. Hmm. I just I, I I wish people got a chance to see him do this in games that mattered, just like we want to see Mike Trout playing games sure. that matter. It just it's it's extraordinary. He's he's on pace to hit 50 home runs and like you said, have an ERA comfortably under three. That is the dumbest baseball thing I've ever heard in my life. That is Barry Bonds plus Randy Johnson. Enjoy that. Give me a bleeping break. I, uh, I I don't I don't even have any examples because I could sit here. You know, this is Devin Booker's first playoff run. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, you know, these last five years, we haven't got a chance to enjoy him. We haven't got a chance to see what he's doing in the playoffs. But I can't make any of these comparisons because what Otani's different or what he's doing is literally so much different than what any player. I guess, is, is it this? Is it your winning MVP and you're in the ballot for defensive player of the year? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Is it that? did that, right? I mean, it happens. This yeah. this doesn't That's happen. Right. This is entirely unique. All right. How many times have you seen your favorite movie, and how many of those do you have? We'll get into it next. It's This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Are you enjoying your summer, (laughs) Slee? Oh, this is good. Big Joe, you summer time off? It's the best. I, he's got to do. I I can't get just like one little line. I need thirty <laughs> seconds of him doing it. It's a very underrated. He's he's got to he's got to step great. into it a little bit. This is great from Big E. You remember Al Bundy on Married with Children? The way uh-huh. he used to bowl, the way he used to throw, and he goes, "See right," and he like back up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I do. That's Trav. I think we found you. That's you. Like, That's I'll you look. right there. I've been called much worse than that. I'll take Al Bundy. That, that's absolutely fine. Well, that's 
not coming after you. I'm complimenting you. <laughs> okay, so we, let, let, let me read this off because yeah. we saw this yesterday. Um, L. Duncan, who hosts a lot of the sports centers uh, for ESPN, she had an interesting tweet yesterday. And by the way, Trav, have you ever seen this before? Okay. Somebody posts up a question. Here's a question. He said, what are five movies you're confident you've seen at least 10 times? Yeah. All right. I got a list of some movies. You got a list of, uh, of some movies. Funches, uh, I think Funches got a few as well. Okay. So that's the question she posts. How many likes do you think that got? Well, the fact that you're asking, I'm going to go higher than I would have otherwise. Uh, 1,500. 20,000 likes. Over 20,000 <laughs> likes. Okay. Okay. That's not, not even impressive. How yeah. many people responded to her freaking question? So 20,000 likes, you likes. said. So and you then how many actual more... comments? Responses will be less than likes, so I'll say 10,000 responses. 17,500 <laughs> responses. <laughs> Damn. That's funny. Have you watched a movie 10 times? I think people times? love that question. Are you, are uh, you 100% sure you've seen any movie 10 times? Maybe not 100% sure it was 10 times, but I know the movies I've seen – you know, a countless amount of times where I'm like, okay, I could pretty much name could, every part of the movie and what they're going to say here and so forth. Could you rewrite the movie? Like the master copy is destroyed forever and you need to recreate it line for line. Could you, which movies are you doing? No, I cannot, by the way, I cannot do that. But I will say, okay, th- this is, I'm confident I'm around this range for a few movies, okay? Step Brothers. <laughs> that's a great See, well, that's on my list too. <laughs> Always. <laughs> always on so many activities. number one, right? <laughs> number two, it's like it's a classic, and there's never a time that you're not in the mood for it. Like, that's just a great movie. Okay, this one kind of falls in the same category, too. Talladega Nights is always on. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one as much as Step Brothers, but I've seen it a lot. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd throw Goodfellas into that, uh, into, that, into that mix. Okay. I'd throw Godfather into that mix. Okay. I don't know why this movie. I've seen The Great Outdoors so many times. <laughs> oh, wait for the dump. You're going to like the dump then if, you, if you've seen The Great Outdoors because we have a bear getting into a house that we need to talk about. So there's a classic one. And then some of those Vegas vacations, the Griswolds and you know, the those original vacation on. I've probably mm-hmm. seen 10 times. The only movie I could see, there, there are two movies for sure that yeah. I have seen from beginning to end at least 10 times. And one is Star Wars, because remember, when you're a little young, but when Star Wars came out, I was a kid, right? Like, I was when it came out, I was eight years old, so I was right in the sweet spot. Sure. And I probably saw it four or five times in the theater. Can I guess and the then, other one? Yeah. Caddyshack? Yeah. 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 yeah you've, you're... Because it, it's, it, 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 look, it, it's not a great movie to say out loud now because it has not aged well. It's got, it's got some very problematic No, it's still parts, classic. It's a classic. But it's, it's, it's golf. It's guys acting stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's got some unbelievable performance. Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Ted Knight. Yeah. Just an unbelievable cast. Um, yeah, I, I've seen that one ten times. And the sure. only other one for me is Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Fast and Furious note. You didn't watch the new one over the weekend, Sliwa? I take it you didn't watch it? Uh, I did not. No, I did, did not that thing that one. killed at the box office, by the way. It just absolutely did it really? demolished everything. It killed again? It Dude, oh, so we're going to get 10, 11, and They 12. don't keep making these things because they don't make money. They keep making money. You, you and I are going to have great-grandchildren, yeah. and they're going to be like, hey, Gramps, did you uh, see Fast 136? It's pretty good. 
It's pretty good. Vin Diesel the fourth is is absolutely you know, you a, a monster in this. You bring up a good point when you say that. It makes me sound like an idiot. You're like, if they're not making money, they're not going to make. It's not like they said, hey, Fast and Furious four. Since then, we've been losing money like crazy. <laughs> Let's keep making these. I bet you they just have a guy locked in a room, just saying, you just just keep writing these. We'll tell you when it's done. You're, what, what are you on? I'm I'm on sixteen. All right, come out for lunch when you get to thirty, and we'll go from there. Bunches, you got any movies? Hey, uh, the one movie that I have that I saw on everyone else's list is this movie. Uh-huh. Coming to America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's everyone that. and her yeah, mom has seen this more than 20 times, and it's always yeah. on TBS, TNT, or any of those channels. It was on Paramount that been on the this list. weekend. Mm-hmm. And so here, here's one of the problems with Coming to America on TV. It gets neutered. It's, it's not yeah. nearly... Yeah. It's not still like funny, though. Still funny. It's still funny, but, like, for instance, you can do Step Brothers on TNT or whatever, and it's you, it's still Step Brothers minus yeah. a couple of scenes. Coming to America without all of you it... gotta have it. You gotta you need have it. Those I thought it was scenes. a class. Don't be hitting on me. <laughs> that did was the scene the, uh, that was on. Did you guys good. see the, the remake or the the new one that they had Coming to America? I haven't yeah. seen it yet, no. Yeah, I, I did. saw it either. I, I, Anything I, good? I it it is not as good as the first one. It I went in with low expectations and it was okay. Put it to you this way: I watched it. I didn't hate it. I will never ever watch it again. It is not a rewatchable movie. It's a lot of the same gags from the first one, but it was okay. It's Eddie Murphy yeah. being Prince Hakeem again. Or you were who, who, you who were does, who, who you want were to see right that? to come in with incredibly low expectations because I think yeah. other people hyped it up way too much. I'm like, but this thing is. Coming to America is a cloud. You're not going to create another coming to America. No, no. They, they, it, it was okay, but it, uh, I'm just going to pretend that it, it didn't exist in the first place. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, so let's get right to this, uh, Slee, because this is one of those things that not only um, did it happen, but I was there when it happened. This was the day a million years ago when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear off and created what was, for me, the most uncomfortable situation I've ever been in in my life where you felt like something terrible was about to happen, working your way out of that arena back into the casino. It was nuts. Okay, so give us a little bit more because, you know, randomly I'll get things that pop up on YouTube, and I don't know why. Last week I watched Holyfield Tyson – and I watched a couple rounds, and I watched that specific moment. And then I was listening to interviews when Mike Tyson went on with Oprah Winfrey and said that, you know, never really said sorry, wasn't apologizing. He was actually kind of making a case that Holyfield kept headbutting him, things right. along those lines. And then eventually on uh, his podcast, Mike, T- Mike Tyson does his podcast on Hotboxing, I think it's called. Yep. Him and Holyfield were on together and kind of talked about it conversation. So what was – bring us back into that moment. So I'll start by saying this, that Mike Tyson fights had a energy that surrounded them that was entirely unique to Mike Tyson fights. I've been to other Lennox Lewis championship fights. I've been to George Foreman fights, to Oscar De La Hoya. Who What's the closest vibe you can you – can, there, you can, There's nothing else like it. I've never been to anything like Conor this. Conor McGregor, UFC. Uh, I, I haven't it, been to one of those, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But there was – it wasn't just – first of all, fight's different than everything else because there's going to be a fight. Two guys are going to try to hurt each other. That's sure. different. Mm-hmm. And then – Add into the element that Mike was so terribly unpredictable, and there would be a certain element of people that would come to Mike fights exclusively mm-hmm. looking for stuff, right? Not necessarily because they want to see a great fight, but because they wanted a party or trouble or whatever it was. Yeah. 
So he bites him, and all hell breaks loose in the ring. It's just it's it's mayhem, right? Everybody remembers that. But and the fight what continues. No, so they they set him apart, and then ultimately they disqualify Mike because yeah. he bit a piece of the ear off, mm-hmm. and people in the building are. Pissed. They're so incredibly angry because mm. people have spent money, people have gambled on this, people are drunk, people are high, people are people are peaking. Yep. Okay, fights off, craziness in the ring, and when you would exit these fights, they would basically it's like a cattle shoot. Everybody had to go out the same way. Same exit. Yep. And so you would go out because they wanted to reroute you back through the casino. So. Anybody that's been in MGM, you know that that's that long corridor back from the arena back to the casino. And you're in really close quarters, like shoulder to shoulder with people, and you can somebody, you know, chest to to back. Yeah, there's yeah. nowhere to go, and people are kind of pushing and shoving. It's getting kind of like, hey, if somebody gets knocked over, this is going to be bad. Then you get into the casino an hour or so later. Somebody drops what they think happened is somebody dropped a champagne bottle and went pop. Somebody thought somebody shot a gun, and the place went crazy people are mm. overturning blackjack tables there's chips on the ground it was as scary an environment as i've ever been in my entire life and i just could not get to my room fast enough i was terrified that something terrible was going to happen it is uh it, it goes down as one of the most memorable sports moments in the history of sports not iconic not one of those you know oh i remember where i was but it goes down as just from an event perspective Everybody remembers that moment, that sporting event. You remember where you were watching it, too. So, all right, that's what Travis was actually there for. It It was crazy. All right, Vin Diesel wants to make a Fast and Furious musical, Slee. You and and I are not the the Fast and Furious crowd exactly, but I'm not going to lie. If they they set this to some show tunes, I might have to check this out. Um, Let me know how it goes. Definitely keep me posted. (laughs) I'll you don't be want to see in 2025. Yep. You don't I'll want to see the, the rock the next day. Do a, a song and dance routine, a little soft shoe with a little cane and a little hat. And the rock is the man, but I'm pretty sure rock won't be won't be doing it like that. He could, you know, just kind of go the little jazz hands and sha and wiggle his fingers at you. I'd, I'd like to see that. I think that would be great. All right, in Tahoe, a bear dies after being in or after being shot inside a Tahoe area home where wow. the man says the animal had broken in and attacked. So you were just talking about the great outdoors with John Candy yeah. and Dan Aykroyd. This guy lived it. The bear came through the door, and he had to shoot it to save his life. When I was uh, in Big Bear last weekend, um, you know, I mentioned the dog. So I was walking the dog, and the neighborhood I was in, very, you know, the trail is very close by, ton of trees, all that stuff. Didn't have a leash on the dog. And one of the neighbors where I was staying, that vacation rental, uh, literally said, hey, we saw a bear here just a couple days ago. Might want to throw a leash on that dog. I'm like, what in God? So I definitely did that. So no, uh, uh, you got to kind of respect the territories, but these bears are kind of everywhere. Big Bear, Tahoe, whatever the case is, wherever there's food, they're going to be there. Shoot, they're they're a lot closer than that. They're in Monrovia. They're in Duarte. They're, they're in Bradbury. They're all sitting right there. So, yeah, uh, you should be like that one lady who knocked the bear off the fence. Absolutely. Somebody 100%. comes at your little pup, just go in there yep. and tune that bear up yeah. a little bit. No, no question about it. No question. If about people it. want the pod, where can they go find it? All right, Slee? ESPN app or on iTunes, Travis and Sleewa show uh, all two hours, plus Lakers talk tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. I think the Clippers are going to win tonight, Slee. I really do. I think they're coming back to L.A. for a game. Don't I don't know if they'll win again. the series, don't but I think say they're that again. I think it's going to happen. Travis and Slee, we'll see you 8.55 tomorrow morning for the Tuesday edition right here on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.